Hello everyone and welcome to the Jogging Balls podcast. Um, this is Stuart speaking, just on my own this time. Sorry for the delay in the podcast getting out. Um, we've just Me and Millie have just not been able to get our calendar sorted and be able to record anything. Um, obviously quite a lot's happened since we last recorded anything. Obviously the French Open finished, the NBA Finals finished and there's been a lot to talk about in terms of free agency and on the basketball side of things. A lot of transfer rumours and things to discuss on that end so we are going to be doing a new podcast on the Friday of this week which is the so it's the 28th so the next one will, next one will be out on the 28th 29th that weekend and basically we'll be discussing French Open we'll be discussing the grass court tennis season so far obviously talking about Queens obviously that's been quite a special week for Murray comeback and, and Lopez's double we'll also be discussing um, the end of the finals obviously Toronto picking up the, the win against over Golden State we'll also be discussing the football news that's been going on we'll be discussing the Women's World Cup I would imagine a little bit as well with England getting to the quarters and hopefully into the semis by the time we're recording the next podcast and yeah so we'll be basically catching up on a few things obviously that we haven't been able to discuss and, and basically putting our views across so we hope you'll give that a chance now the reason for today um, is what we're trying to do or going to try and do a little bit more often when we can't necessarily do the longer podcasts is just record a couple of short, shorter episodes. Um, I wouldn't say the episodes, more like sound bites really. They're going to be about 10-15 minutes each um, and basically discuss some like big topics that have happened um, over over the past week. It's probably going to be myself mainly that's doing them, so I apologise if the quality is not that great. It is just me and my own, but I hope you do enjoy them nonetheless. Same again with, as I've said before, if you want to give us a follow on Twitter, we're on there. If you want to give us a follow on SoundCloud as well, because that's mainly where we're distributing this and we're on YouTube as well, feel free to give us a follow. Quite easy to find. And again, we want to have some conversation with some of you guys. So if you can or want to even, give us leave some comments and obviously hear your thoughts on certain aspects that we're discussing. That'd be great. If you can give us a like and share and subscribe and all that jazz and spread the word a little bit, even better. Um, so yeah, um, I'll get started with what I wanted to discuss today. The big news today, and as I'm recording this at about 5 o'clock on the 24th of June, is that Rafa Benitez isn't staying at Newcastle after his contract ends at the end of the week. Big news coming out of um, Newcastle. To be honest, my, my reaction wasn't that I wasn't all that surprised because we've got this close to his contract ending and nothing had been announced. I can't really say I'm too surprised by it. I would have been if someone had told me at the start of the last season that he wouldn't be there and he hadn't extended. I probably would have been quite shocked because I've, I've generally felt that he was going to get what he wanted out of Ashley because no one saw the takeover coming. Everyone thought Ashley was here for the long term, even though the club was up for had been up for sale for a while. So yeah, it was it was quite a shock. It would have been a shock to me at the beginning beginning of the season, but not so much now. Obviously, the Newcastle fans are, are quite angry and quite rightly so. I mean. He's the best manager that they've had, I would say, in about, well, since Bobby Robson, really, if not longer than that. Um, if you take out Bobby out of the equation, he's probably the best manager they've had for a good 20, 30 plus years. I mean, anything before Kevin Keegan, I'm a bit spotty on, so I'm not 100% sure who's before that. I'm not exactly a Newcastle historian, but again, if you look at the likes of managers that they've had, they've had recently, they've had Pardew, they've had Souness. I mean, Allardyce was there for a short while. I mean, people like that. Benitez is way above their, way above their grade, really. 
and he is a top caliber manager and any sort of club that does get him is lucky going to be lucky to have him whoever that is next i mean there's rumors that he's got this china deal uh, where he's getting 40 million quid a year i mean you'd be mad i suppose not to take it but i suppose a, a manager of his caliber is probably looking more at titles at, at this point in his career he's not looking for the money and and to be fair you're not getting much prestige out of china at the minute are you so i mean if it's me and, and a club like say i mean it's been reported that chelsea it may be one of the clubs that are after him but personally i don't think that's going to happen due to the nature of how he left last time i mean he won them the europa league but the fans still weren't happy with his appointment so i don't i don't see how that makes much sense but i mean strange things have happened but i don't know why he would personally want to go back maybe he wants to go back to prove a point i don't know but yeah, it's it's quite shocking that Newcastle have let it get this far and not announced anything. I mean, if he's going to leave, just announce it earlier. I mean, they're saying they've made all the effort to try and get him to sign, but the reports have been anything have been the complete opposite to that. So why? I mean, why would Benitez stay if Ashley isn't going to give him what he wants? I mean, I know this takeover is supposed to be on the way, but like that isn't guaranteed. Something can fall until until it's done and the and the ink's dry on the paper. You can't guarantee that that's being done as much as people want it to be done and, and obviously are pleading for it to get done so it means Ashley's out the club. You can't really say that the Brunettes is going to get those funds immediately because if the takeover doesn't happen until like the 7th of August when the season's about to start, it's no good for him then because he hasn't been able to invest the team and by all sounds of it, Ashley isn't going to be able to put up or isn't willing, I should say, to put up the funds. Which is ridiculous really because... If he, they he invested in that club and put the money that really should be going into that club in terms of buying top players or get, trying to get the better players in, there's a reason they call the sleeping giant because Newcastle could generally be one of those clubs that battles for the top six. I mean, you've seen what Wolves have done with some decent players in and having a very good squad, like having internationals in that squad, consistently high-rated internationals at that. And uh, and if and for not having a poor results against the bottom six, they would they would be in the top six, no problem. They probably would be challenging for top four, if not in the top four. So if Newcastle if Newcastle have a good base, have a good scouting system, have good training facilities, and all they need is the players on the pitch, it just it boggles my mind as to why the owner wouldn't want to do that. And I know Mike Ashley is all about the bottom line and making his money and and, and everything like that, but. Anyone with a bit of common sense would know that if you get Newcastle into these European competitions, you're going to be making buckets loads more money. You're going to be gaining more sponsors. You're going to be gaining probably more fans from the from the coverage of Newcastle being in these elite competitions. And you're going to have more people investing in the club and bringing more money in. Like it's a no-brainer. And having a manager like Benitez there would make would make sure that is a long-term thing. It's not going to just be one or two seasons of being in those competitions. Benitez is a good enough manager to keep them there continuously. And the other thing as well is if Benitez had some players in, he'd probably win Newcastle one or two trophies or be competing for one or two trophies. And if there's one thing that club is dying out, is dying for, or the fans, I should say, is dying for, never mind just the club, is just a good cup run or a trophy. Just something to say... It's been worth supporting this club for the past however many years because they've not won anything since the first cup or the Intertotal Cup or whatever it was called back in the 60s. And for new, a, a club the size of Newcastle, that's absolutely ridiculous. They are a top... Uh, they are a top club. They're a sleeping giant and they should have more. And I don't know who you bring in to replace Benitez. Obviously, if the takeover does happen, the rumour is that it's going to be Mourinho. 
but that takeover has to happen, I think, for that to happen. If the takeover doesn't happen, why does Mourinho come to Newcastle United when he's he's not going to get the funds he wants from Ashley? We've seen what what happens to Mourinho when he doesn't get what he wants. He spits the dummy out and he and then everything derails. And if there's one thing Newcastle don't need next season, it's for it to derail. Plus, the fact is Mourinho won't come without the without the funds back in from from the the billionaires that are coming in. But then, if you look past Mourinho and you look at who may come in, yeah, you've got Gattuso, who may be a good appointment, but again, he's not exactly tested. He's only been at Milan one or two seasons, I think. But then you're looking past that and you're seeing the usual suspects that are involved. You've got Hughes, Houghton, Moyes, Allardyce, Pulis. Like, it just seems to be an endless cycle for Newcastle at the minute. And, it, and it's, it's horrible to see because even though I'm not a Newcastle fan myself, I've lived up in this area for almost, well, coming up to 20 years in August this year. And like, even though they're not my, my team, I still want them to do well. They're almost like, they pretty much are my second team, if anything. If you if you had to put a gun in my head and tell me and ask who my second team is, it's definitely Newcastle based on this is where I've been living. And it's always good to see them doing well because, I mean, it just brings so much positivity to the area in itself. And I think that if someone like a Mark Hughes or, or a Tony Pulis, and no disrespect to them, like, I mean, Pulis, I mean, Pulis has had a somewhat successful career in the Premier League with the with teams struggling down at the bottom. But Newcastle don't need that type of manager. They need a type of manager who's going to kick them on. And that's why Benitez going is such a frustration for the fans because you could see that he was trying to put stuff in place, especially in the background, like the scouting system, the youth facilities and things like that, that were going to benefit the club for years to come. And he really loved the club as well. You could see that in his press conferences. You could see that he was invested. You could see that he wanted to be part of it. And it's just, a, it's frustrating to see that that's not going to continue. And yeah, whilst, if they got Mourinho in, if the takeover happens and they got Mourinho in, it would be a good appointment for them and it would be an indication that we're going to try and take it to the next level. He's not necessarily about, not usually been about long term. I know he's come out and said recently that he would be interested in the project as long as the funds were there. And this is kind of what Newcastle is going to turn into as long as the takeover happens. But Mourinho hasn't shown he has the ability to be there for a project. He wasn't. A, he was only at Porto for three or four seasons, and each club he's been at, he hasn't been there any longer than three three seasons since, or maybe three or four seasons at most. And I think that once he's a cracking manager, his temperament is such that if something if it starts to derail, he doesn't have the he hasn't shown to have the flexibility to be able to get it back on track. And I think in Newcastle, you need to have that ability, and I think that's why Benitez was the perfect guy for the situation that was coming up because even if it didn't start out that well, like say at the start of next season, I mean, like if it hadn't started out that well, Benitez would have the ability to sort of settle everyone down and say, look, it's the start of a process. It's the start of the next phase of the club, as it were. We're building something here. Don't worry. Even if even if Newcastle were to finish, say, 13th or 12th next season with a couple of investments, like in terms of players in, that's still that's still okay. That's that's the that's the building block. That's where you start from. With with the past couple of seasons with Benitez, with with Ashley in charge, it's felt like it's felt like the Newcastle fans have almost been relieved that that's how it's finished because a lot of them were saying, "Oh, well, a few of the guys I know were worried initially because of the lack of investment that Benitez was getting that he was going to struggle to keep them up," which may be harsh in some people's eyes because of how good Benitez, how good a manager Benitez is but 
when you go three or four seasons or two seasons or however many seasons without really making any big changes like it's to be expected like you're going to struggle like no one no one apart from Tottenham who have world class players can possibly continue that and it doesn't make any sense for a club like Newcastle to be that way but it's how Ashley wants to operate so and he's the owner so at the end of the day his word goes now what I will say about Benitez he got Almiron in, in in January who was the record signing for 20 million and look what happened with the team they went up like two or three different levels and they finished comfortably outside the relegation zone whilst at that point before he came in they were hovering about so for me it's it's a daft decision I think on the club I mean it may be more than the club who's made the decision Rafa may have just told them quite rightly no I'm not going to sign anything until this takeover happens which is fair enough. That's that's his prerogative. He he wants to make sure that he doesn't commit to three or four more years of Ashley, and I can't blame him for that. It may be that. It may not be. I don't know. That's just speculation on my part. But I think that if I'm Newcastle United and the takeover isn't happening anytime soon, I would be wanting to bring someone in who can bring a bit more positivity into the club. Who can say, "Look, I know Benitez was obviously the first option, but." I'm here for the long haul and I'm here for the project. I think someone really like Eddie Howe would probably be a good shout for, to become the next manager. I mean, I know a lot of Newcastle fans probably want just want Benitez or they want Mourinho if the takeover is going to happen. And that's fair enough, I understand that. But if you look at Eddie Howe and you look at what he's done with Bournemouth, he's, brought them, he's, he's been part of a project. He knows what it, it takes building blocks. He's also a young British manager who has the ability to develop further and can and I think with the right club will develop into a top top manager. And I think he's he's probably look starting to look at that opportunity and I think that he's probably starting to feel that Bournemouth are going as far as they can under him. And he probably doesn't want to stay at Bournemouth too long to the point where it starts to get it starts to dip a bit. And I think with Newcastle, it would be the perfect opportunity for both the club and for the manager to build something more than what he's currently working with at Bournemouth. I mean, look at the fan base in Newcastle. Look how passionate they are. If Hadi Howe has a has a good run at the start of the season, the the supporters will love him, and he'll love the, and he's going to love the supporters just as equally. And I think it could be a match made in heaven potentially, because I don't, I just don't see any of the big clubs going in for Eddie Howe. And I think if you're going to go for a young British manager, he's probably the one you want to go after. And I think that he could potentially turn. I think he could really help Newcastle build for that next stage. He's good. He's good with younger players. He's good with British players. He's good at developing players and bec- making them become better. And I think that Eddie Howe would be a cracking manager decision for anybody, whether that's Newcastle, Everton, if they were to get rid of Marco Silva, anybody in that in that sort of at that sort of club level who's wanting to kick on and get into the top six. I think Eddie Howe is a good shout. Many people may disagree with me on that one. I don't. I'm not 100 sure, but and and that's fair enough. Everyone's entitled to the opinion. That's the whole point of this. But yeah, I think. Newcastle, especially Ashley, it's a it's a stupid decision to get let Benitez get go to this stage and let him go, and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens what happens at St James's Park because it's not just going to affect the it's not going to affect players it's going to affect the fans because I've I've been watching or hearing I should say people at work talk about this obviously because it's the big news of the day anything about Benitez always gets talked about massively at my work and. A lot of the fan, a lot of them were saying, "I was thinking about getting a season ticket for next season because of the takeover." But with Benitez isn't there and this takeover hasn't happened yet, it's very 
good chance that they're not going to sign up. And why would you? I don't know why you would put that. It's going to be a lot of money to put into. It's a lot of money now to put into a season ticket at any club. Never mind just Newcastle. But any club, it's a lot of money to put a season ticket in. And what's the point of putting the money in if it's potentially going to be the same as what it has been with Ashley the previous seasons? If it's going to be drab football, why would you bother? I'm not saying Benitez was football was spectacular to watch, but it was certainly a hell of a lot better than what Newcastle fans have been treated to in the past. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, that's my sixpence on it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that sort of semi-rant, semi-opinionated piece. Um, so yeah, as I said before, the plan going forward um, is to try where possible, if the podcasts aren't going to happen on a weekly basis, to put things like this out just to keep the ball rolling, that keep the content going. Again, if you like it, give us a like, give us some comments, subscribe and share and all that jazz. We really appreciate anything that comes our way. We know we don't have many of this at the moment, but we're really hoping to build that and obviously build something with you guys and into a big platform or a big, slightly bigger platform than what we are at the minute anyway. Um, so if you want to like, share and subscribe and all that I said before, give it a go, see what you think and let us know what you think in the comments. So I'll leave that for now and I'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye.